Hi everyone, welcome back to JCM Prepare the Way. My name is Carol and I just want to thank you all for tuning in today. We know that it has been a while since we've done a podcast, but today we are kicking off a really special series. It's a series that is going to be all about trying to understand Israel from a biblical perspective. And so we've titled it Israel's Anointing. It's biblical insight into God's heart and purpose for Israel. And that is so important for Christians to understand. You see, on October 7th this year, the day that the war broke out in Israel, my perspective on life changed forever. You see, Jeremiah's Call Ministries, we were about to lead a tour in Israel And so arriving there several days before that tour started was my husband and I, along with several others from our ministry team, and even some folks who were joining the tour, even though they were in different locations. But we all found ourselves at the onset of war, and that whole experience impacted us greatly, as you can imagine. Well, from our perspective, Uh, from whether we were bonding with the Jewish people in their pain or whether we were sharing bomb shelters together um, or even one time when the IDF uh, responded to some suspicious activity right at our beach in front of our hotel and watching them work and go into action uh, to the sounds of rockets being intercepted by the Iron Dome right near our hotel in Tel Aviv or (laughs) having those rockets intercepted as we were driving and making our way to the airport, or the pummeling sounds of rockets miles down the beach in Gaza when we were just trying to go outside to to do a little church service together. Uh, We had many experiences, as you can imagine, and as a result, we left there very different than when we arrived. Well, upon our return home, we were met with many questions. For me, some of the main questions came from other Christians who are all trying to understand the role of Israel and the Middle East in the plans of God. What does the Bible say about Israel? We can hear all of the media and their opinions of Israel, but what does God have to say? And as a Christian, that should be the most important thing we're asking ourselves. And so we're kicking off this series to better help people understand from a biblical perspective the topic of Israel and the Middle East to some regard as well. Because Middle Eastern nations such as Egypt or Persia, which is Iran, and Assyria, they played very, very important roles in God's plan of birthing a nation and protecting a nation that would ultimately be the nation that brought forth the Messiah for all mankind, and that's Israel. And so to make this huge topic easier to digest, because it is a huge topic, each episode is going to be relatively short in nature. We're just going to do a short take on a particular topic, hopefully creating a thread throughout the scriptures of God's story and plan for his people, Jew and Gentile both. And so today is just a short overview You see, in Christian circles today, we tend to study a variety of topics, right? But somehow, we exclude the topic of the historic and future significance of Israel. And in doing so, 
we miss the destiny of Christ's church intersecting with the destiny of Israel. What, what is it about Israel, people ask? What is it about the land or the people that makes it so relevant and not just to the Jews? That's one of the key questions I get asked. Why is it relevant for believers? And I know we know Christ walked and did his ministries throughout Israel, but why else is it relevant for us? You know, I was picking up flowers the other day, and the woman behind the counter, knowing I was part of a group that was going to lead a tour there, asked me, why would a Christian go to Israel? And she wasn't asking it in a sarcastic way. She was genuinely asking it because she was interested. She's like, what's there for Christians? And what's there for Jews? Most people, if they are not a Christian or, or just don't operate in any kind of faith, they really do not understand the magnitude of what is unfolding on the earth today. I believe they want to. They just don't know how it all goes together. And interestingly enough, a lot of Christians don't either. But not only that, why is Israel such a point of contention for the Muslims? And that's what we're going to dig into in this series. We are going to try to paint this picture in a very simple way to help you understand. You know, right now, so many of us, we're trying to understand the Middle East, but we're trying to do it through worldly eyes and worldly understanding. When a well-known account on Twitter asked the question, which side is God on? Explain. That was his little tagline. Well, when you go into the comments, here were some of the answers people gave this man. On which side is God on? Here's one. God is for peace. There is no more to explain. Here's another answer. God is on the side of people who believe God doesn't take sides and that being good people is up to us. Here's another answer. God equals love. When God looks at humanity right now, he's shaking his head in disappointment. Here's another answer. I don't believe God picks sides. God provides a sea of chaos with intertwined meaning and the free will for us to sort it out and grow or not. Here's another answer. Naming a Jewish, Jewish country Israel is a direct affront to Jesus Christ and the new covenant. Here's another answer. God is always on the side of truth because God is truth. How about this? God's plan is God's plan. We could never even begin to imagine what that is. To think we can understand the plans of the creator of everything is laughable at best. Be nice, love, forgive. Just a couple more. How about this one? God isn't on the side of any war. Psychopath terrorists and dictators use religion as a tool to brainwash millions. Here's another one. God doesn't get on the sides of others. He only has one side, his. We have to get on God's side. And then the last two. Nobody's side and everyone's side. And the last, nothing can stop God's word. So these were just a few of the hundreds of comments that came from the question on this Twitter account, which asked, which side is God on? You know what these comments showed to me is lack of clarity. 
none of them explain anything. They're all very gray. They're all very neutral in nature. It's a typical social media response on a topic people just don't understand. And sadly, this is where many people out there are getting their talking points, is from social media accounts. And even if people refer to God, which is good, if they were really pushed back on some of their comments, many can't explain what God's plan even is. So if they say be on God's side, they really don't know what that looks like. You see, when it comes to Israel and the nations that surround it, it's so much larger than that. It's an area of the world whose roots run deep, whose roots are spiritual in nature, and whose roots are governed by a covenant. Therefore, the topic of Israel and the Middle East, for that matter, is a topic that must be spiritually discerned. So we must look to the God of the Bible for those spiritual answers. Colossians 3 says that if if we were raised with Christ, if you call yourself a follower of Christ and you are raised with Christ, then it says, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. If we only set our minds to understand things from an earthly perspective, we're going to lose the spiritual perspective. And that is something that became quite clear to me in Israel on October 7th, the spiritual side to these events. If we want to understand, truly understand Israel, then we need to move out of the elementary things when it comes to God's word and start chewing on some meat. And that's what this series is about. Like it says in Hebrews 5.14, But solid food belongs to those who are of full age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. You will not be able to discern both good and evil if you are not using your spiritual senses and growing in the knowledge of God. If you or me, if we have been a follower for Christ for any period of time, then we should be ready for solid food, providing you are ready to truly exercise your senses. Books and other materials, those are fine. We all like to do that. I do too. I love to read a lot of different books. But we need the Word of God as our guide to better understand the bigger picture here. Case in point. I was reading a book one time that was to be a simple guide to the Middle East. Well, it was. It was well-written, and it covered a lot of information, both factual and historical, such as like the various wars or the Camp David Accords of 78 and the the Camp David Summit of 2000. It covered uh, the First Infantata, the the Second Infantata. It covered the Madrid Conference, the Oslo Accords, the Israel and Jordan Peace Agreement, all this, go on and on and on. It was, it was wonderful. It was very helpful. But when you take a step back and look at the history of all these things that we have done over the years in the Middle East, all these things I just mentioned, and those were just a few, one thing you start to notice is how it's man's solutions to an age-old conflict. But how did that conflict start and how will that conflict end? And this is what the author missed the spiritual component, because they don't know it. They were trying to 
regurgitate the history of Israel and it was being butchered right and left, and yet it's the most important piece of the puzzle. So we can study all of these factual and historical things and all the various books we're reading and people we're listening to, but if we miss out on this key piece, the scriptural piece, we're never going to get it. Therefore, the most important question we can ask ourselves is this. What is God doing in Israel? And what is God doing with Iran and Egypt and other Arab nations? What is the enemy doing? The devil. You know, it says in the Bible that God watches over his word to perform it, word being the words of the Bible. Well, what part of the written word in the Bible is he watching over right now? What is playing out that has been written before? You see, many Christians and Christian leaders have missed the mystery of Israel to the degree that we have missed the mystery of God himself. Settling for a watered-down, lukewarm understanding of God's whole story of redemption, which also includes not just Israel, but Arabs in the Middle East and the Gentile world as a whole. So we invite you to go on a journey with us as we unpack God's story of Israel and his covenant people, both Jews and Gentiles in Christ Jesus, the one new man. As I said earlier, each episode will be a short take on a particular topic with scriptural references to encourage you to dig into the scriptures yourself. It's time to start chewing on some meat. As we trace Israel's history and her journey out of different nations, you'll discover the intention of God's heart and his restoration by the Spirit, which will involve Jewish and Gentile believers coming together in mutual humility and collaborating in an unprecedented anointing. And that applies to us personally. In our next episode, we will begin a short take on the first five books of the Bible, where it all began. God bless you. Mm-hmm.